Siddur Sippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family. We are up to the Baracha of Slachlanu Avinu Kifatanu Machalanu Makinu Kifashanu. We've been describing the uh, gift that Akash Borchus Chanan Marbella Sloach, that he's very patient, he's gracious, and he's abundant in his forgiveness, both quantitatively, how many times we keep coming back after making the same mistake, and nevertheless, he forgives us over and over, and qualitatively, even if our approach, even if our request for forgiveness is not as sincere or authentic as it should be, Kodesh Baruch Hu, nevertheless is incredibly gracious, he's marbeh, he's so broad and endless in his willingness and forgiveness to forgive us. The Sefer Olas Tamid points out something that should be very obvious to us all, but it's often neglected. And that is that this bracha, slach lanu, is an opportunity to fulfill the mitzvah's assay of tshuva. We mistakenly associate tshuva with Elul and Tishrei, the Aseris Yimei Tshuva. We think that it's a mitzvah designated for that time of year, just like we sit in the sukkah on Sukkot and we light the menorah on Hanukkah and we read the Megillah on Purim and we observe these different uh, mitzvahs on the holiday associated with it. We mistakenly think that Tshuva, self-introspection, self-reflection, and a growth mindset of taking responsibility and accountability for what we've gone wrong, that's an attitude that we have for Elul. But it's a mistake. Every day, three times a day, we are to look in the mirror and take responsibility for the mistakes that we've made. Tshuva is not something only for one time of year. Tshuva is as is necessary. And for many people, for most people, that's daily. Nobody's perfect. Everybody's, everybody struggles. And so every day, we sort of calibrate our moral compass in taking responsibility and extreme ownership over the lives that we live. And this bracha, slach lanu, is that chance to take that ownership, to look at the Ribbon Shalom and say, Slach Lanu, you're Avinu, you're our father. A parent loves unconditionally and forgives unconditionally. And no matter how many times the child has neglected the will of the parent, if they come back again, parent will gladly receive them again and again. And Mechalan Avinu Malkeinu Kichatanu, Kirsh as the Melech, you have the power, you are positioned to be able to forgive. But it has to take sincerity. Mashkir of Yechezkel Sarna points out, that asking for forgiveness without kavana, every bracha in the Amida, of course, uh, requires kavana. And of course, the first three brachas are categorically different than the rest. In the kavana, a person has to have minimally for the first three brachas. We spoke about that. Reb Chaim has miyashiv, the steer in the Rambam. But this bracha in particular, we know that in relationships, in marriage and otherwise, if a person says, you sense the other is disappointed. So the longer you're married, maybe the more you can sense it. So you just say, I see you're upset, I'm really sorry. If you're smart, say, I'm really sorry. One gender maybe more than the other are professionals at this. I'm really sorry. So in a relationship, the other party says, if there's a real relationship, they say, what are you sorry about? Say, I don't really know and I'm not really paying attention. I'm actually answering a text while I'm talking to you. I just know the script is I'm supposed to say I'm sorry right now. So do you think that's going to heal the relationship? It's going to repair the relationship? Forgiveness of all qualities really requires sincerity and mindfulness and presence and knowing what you're asking forgiveness for. So to be absent-minded while we say slach lanu avinu, now this is the bracha that we do a particular act that can bring us back, that can wake us up, that can remind us what we're doing when we uh, strike our chest, when we uh, clap the equivalent of the alchet in the middle of slach lanu. But the same sincerity, the same presence, the same preparedness that goes into the alchets of Yom Kippur, into the slichos of Aser Simei Tshuva, 
is the same sincerity we're capable of having every day, three times a day, to fulfill the mitzvahs, I say, the positive commandment of the mitzvah of tshuva, every day in the Shemona Esrei, to take stock and take responsibility and accountability between Marav and Shachar, Shachar, and Mincha, Mincha and Marav, where did I go wrong? And Slach Lanu sincerely, and even to articulate it. The Olas Tamid writes that a person should articulate, Vidu, you only fulfill the mitzvah of tshuva, the uh, mitzvah of tshuva, the Rambam writes, requires a prerequisite for tshuva is vidui, is to articulate what we did wrong, to not articulate it, to think it's only in my mind, I know it, I think it, I'm pretty sure about it. You didn't fulfill tshuva. Tshuva is only fulfilled with vidui. So the Ramban says, many. What's the mitzvah azos? So the psukim itself, according to the Ramban, tells us, so it's in your mouth to do it. So transformation, change, personal responsibility, personal accountability, these aren't popular ideas or concepts today. Today, instead of saying we failed, you give a whole TED talk about how life is a big picture and uh, you'll come back next time, next season. But slach lanu means you look in the mirror and you say, slach lanu, with one's mouth. We have to articulate it because we only take seriously what we articulate, what we express. The more that we keep it inside, we fumfer, we think we know what we're thinking, we're not really going to take it seriously. So vidui is a necessary conditional part of tshuva. So if the bracha of slach lanu is the bracha of tshuva, then it means vidui. And people mistakenly think, no, you can only add lib, you can only add in rifa'inu. That's when we go to the name of cholim, the list of cholim. And shema koleinu, that's the catch-all, the generic, anything that I want to ask for or think about, I put in shema koleinu. But every one of the middle brachas, all, all of the middle bakashas, all 13, are invitations. Because Baruch wants us not just to deposit the template in front of him, he wants us to fill it out. He wants us to personalize. He wants us to individualize each bracha, but certain, some more than others. And slach lanu, according to the Olas Tamid, is one of those which should be individualized and personalized to really think about what am I sorry for and what are the steps. So the same formula of tshuva that applies in Elul and Tishra, Eser tshuva, are the same formula of tshuva year-round, same formula of tshuva daily. And that is the person has to take responsibility for the past, person has to confess, and a person has to have a Kabbalah Allah Asid, person has to make commitment not to repeat it again. So whatever the mistake a person made in between the last time davening and this Shemona Esrei, person wants to say about Lashonara they spoke, about an image they looked at, about a thought they shouldn't have indulged, about an action that they shouldn't have engaged in, about neglect of making brachos properly and eating uh, in between. It's the opportunity in Slach Lanu to fulfill this mitzvah asay. And with this, Rav Chaim Friedlander and Asif Chaim on the sitter, we'll continue with this tomorrow night, but he answers why Hashivenu and Slach Lanu are two separate brachos. Couldn't they be combined? I got it. It's the theme of tshuva. Hashivenu, bring us back. And Slach Lanu, forgive us. Can we consolidate? Can we combine? Why are they specifically spelled out as two separate brachos? With this, uh, Rav Chaim Friedlander answers. We'll pick up tomorrow night.